Welcome to another episode of the Jones.com podcast. And we back, man. Um, first things first, we always gonna do shout out, shout outs to Jones.photos. That is my photography page on Instagram. So if you need photos, if you've been looking to do a shoot for your birthday, wedding, whatever you want like pictures for, shout out, uh, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? I got you, you know, Jones.photos, J-O-N-E-S-D-O-T-P-H-O-T-O-S. Link will be in the description if you're looking for it. Also follow me at Jones.com, spelled the exact same way as the podcast. And we're going to get into it. All right. So this episode is a little different. All right. Because originally I plan on talking about battle rap. Now, I may or may not still get to that, but who knows, okay? Because uh, today, actually today, I've been, um, like, as of the past two days, I've been taking pictures, a bunch of pictures, past few weeks, actually. But um, I've been watching videos about the economy, basically. Everything dealing with the economy, as in Amazon and Walmart and um, the airline industry, the farming industry, uh, government, things like that. Just economic, right? And uh, nationwide, I started to see that China invests a lot of money worldwide, okay? Like in a lot of poor countries, China was building infrastructure there. Uh, in Africa, China like has built infrastructure like everywhere in Africa. Like they've been pouring billions and billions of dollars. I think in I read in 2015 it was about 17 billion dollars into Africa. And so that's that's a lot of money. You get what I'm saying? And so come to find out the reason they're doing this is that's just the government pouring that money, like banks and whatnot. But like private companies are moving to Africa because it's uh cost of labor is cheaper there now we always say if (laughs) if you can't afford to make something here make it in china it's cheaper there but in china they're saying wait what's cheaper in china is africa so imagine imagine how cheap these africans are getting paid like because like we already get our products cheap because they come from china and honestly, the the more I've gotten older, I haven't seen as many made in China items now that I think about it. Like I see a lot of them say made in Singapore or Taiwan, but not like really made in China. I've also found out in recent news that Taiwan is China. Like they, Taiwan claimed to be the government of China and then there was another government of China. Like there was like two governments of China. And they had like this vote in the 70s at the UN, which gave one of the governments more power in what is going on in China. And that may, I want to say it made China a communist country because I, I believe it's always been a communist country. And China being such a communist country, it's like, it's almost as bad as North Korea, shall I say. There's been articles saying that the way China treats its citizens, it's true, it's citizens, mainly it's women. Um, they 
they don't have a, a Me Too movement in China, actually. Like, it's actually banned to even say the words Me Too on the internet. Their internet is very, very, very controlled. Like, they don't have Facebook, YouTube, Google. Ah, I don't even think they have Google, Amazon, things like that. Like, Twitter, they don't have that. They have their own burdens of it. But it's very limited by the government, and they can't say and express the same freedoms that we have here. Now, a lot of countries are like that, where you they don't have the freedom of speech, which I believe that's a, a natural and basic human right, you know? Now, I believe that a lot of times in America, we take that freedom of speech too far, or some people don't, like, use it at all. But the fact that you can say whatever you want is, like, what I'm... I'm all for it because in those other countries that where they don't have the freedom of speech, people get like killed and thrown in jail for saying the wrong thing towards the government. Just natural opposition. And so doing uh looking all this information up, I've found that um no one really likes their government. Like as much as people in America say the government is this, we need to overthrow it, they're wrong, they're terrible, blah, blah, blah. No country really likes their government. Like I know this girl from England, and she says the crown is the most useless thing ever because, one, they don't do anything. Like, the British crown or UK, I don't know what they call it over there. They they really don't have any power. They don't do anything. They just exist. It's just weird. Also, um, I'm doing um, research about these uh, economics and whatnot. I found out, like, so there's this thing where everybody knows that the U.S. is in debt, right? We're in debt. We often say, oh, U.S. owes China money, right? Now, the U.S. has, hold on, I'm looking at it right now. There's a website called U.S. Debt Clock, and you can look at a live number of how much the national debt is and the GDP, right? So the national debt right now is $22 trillion. $126,290,000,000. It'll be up probably a few million by the time this podcast is over. Like, there's a live clock, and it's always going up, right? So it's usdebtclock.org, and yeah, I'm looking at the uh, debt. And so it made me wonder, I say, if China is pouring billions of dollars into Africa, they've poured billions into South America, uh, in China, they have these things called ghost towns, right? Now, ghost towns, we've heard of ghost towns, but in America, they're, they're different. They're different. I don't know why I'm twisting words. So in America, they're, they're different, right? So our ghost towns are towns that, from like the 1950s and 60s or even beyond that, you know, that people moved out of. They're like just small towns that people never even moved into. Or not not move into, but like they're moved out of, and they're just very very rural areas, and it's like very cool to go to those places now, right? Now in China, they've built cities like complete cities that I, you can't even call them ghost towns. You call them ghost cities where there's apartments, luxury apartments. There's um, buildings built for storage and whole infrastructure, streets, roads, lights, this and that, everything, right? Brand new. No one ever moved into. There's tons of them because the way it's, you know how America has gentrification? 
where they just tear everything down and build it new where people can't afford it. Well, in China, they were just building new without tearing anything down. Because, you know, the earth is so, so big, right? We underestimate the, the size of the earth. So what China was doing, it was taking unpopulated land and unused land, and they would turn it into a city. And with the intentions of having citizens move there, since a lot of the cities in China, like Shanghai, are very, 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 very overpopulated. So their goal was, okay, let's build new cities to have people in these populated areas to move out of. And so we can space our country out and there won't be as much traffic as it is. False. Like in those new buildings that no one can move into them or whatever. So it was just a big loss of money. And I don't, I don't think they're still building them. Like the documentary I watched on it was like a few years old, but I'm pretty sure they haven't stopped. I mean, people don't really learn their lessons till like years later. And honestly, those buildings are still up and really nice. So I think like, um, eventually people will move into them, but the price of those apartments and things like that got to have to go down. Right. So, that's just that. So since China was spending billions on like this and that, they built railroads in China. I mean, they built railroads in Africa. They built um, bridges. They funded wars. Like China has so much money, right? Come to find out, China also has the debt. You know, because I was wondering, I was like, where is China getting its money from? Do they owe anybody money? The Chinese government has a debt of nine trillion dollars. And so I found this out on U.S. Debt Clock, and they have a list of all countries that owe money. Now, it's in order based off of, uh, I don't want to say, like, who owes the most, but I think it's based off of popularity and how big the country is, right? Because they have a USA number one, China, Japan, <laughs> Germany, then the U.K., right? So... Uh, I think that's based off the size of these countries. Now, here's the thing. Every single one of these countries, uh, these top countries, owe over a trillion dollars, right? So what it's seeming like to me is that the best idea is to borrow as much money possible, and then your economy will thrive. Like that's the only thing that I'm saying, right? Because the U.S. because right next to the debt is the GDP. So China's GDP is 15 trillion, while their debt is nine trillion, right? While the U.S. GDP is 20 trillion and their debt is 22 trillion. So China technically is in the positive side. I'm assuming. I'm not really sure how GDP versus the debt work, whatever. But I know that. I just find it amazing. And now that I'm looking at these numbers, right, uh, the U.S. debt is growing consistently. China's is growing. Japan's is growing. While Germany's is the only country on this list whose debt is dropping. And that's that's quite interesting now that I think about it. Because no other country on this list debt is dropping as I'm looking at it because they're live fees. And some are rising way faster than others, and some are barely moving. Nah, they're all moving. I ain't even gonna lie. Mexico's barely moving like that. But um, wait, Netherlands is also dropping, which is this is very very interesting. 
very, very interesting. So I'm, I, I guess those economies are booming more than others. But you know, it's just, it's just like weird how China owns the world, and we're not. I don't, I don't want to say doing anything about it, but like, what do we do about it? You get what I'm saying? It's as if what is the U.S. trying to gain control of, and a lot of people, oh, excuse me, a lot of people must say, okay, the U.S. needs to focus on the U.S. and we need to fix things here first. Um, China's not in the best situation either. Like the Chinese people, they are. Okay, for example, uh, the Muslims in China, right? There's articles out there that's saying they are getting treated worse than the Jewish people did did when uh, Germany was doing World War II, basically, the Holocaust. They're saying Muslims are getting treated worse than the Holocaust. Now, I don't know how bad you think the Holocaust was, but um, that was pretty bad, right? So, and that's going on currently right now, and nobody's talking about it. And I'm pretty sure China is funding some wars. China's our allies of North Korea. But since they lend so much money to the world and they're paying, like, they they basically, I don't want to say blackmailing, because I don't, it, it may be blackmailing. They're blackmailing a lot of these countries for clout at the UN. And I think that's, one of the most dangerous things in the world, but there's this idea for this world war that's going to happen, which is probably already going on. But the problem is, and the issue is that these big, big, these big countries will never be affected by it again. Okay. So the only thing that will hit these big countries may be a few terrorist attacks and Maybe some inside school shootings or some buildings or maybe like we had that bombing in France, you know, but it'll never be France versus U.S. and or China versus anybody or Japan versus any, these big countries are not going to go to war. Even like Saudi Arabia is not going to war because they have so much oil. Uh, you not uh, the country that dubai is in united arab emirates uae they're not going to war because they have so much oil and so much money like these countries aren't the ones that's going to go to war all these small countries around saudi arabia the middle east like afghanistan iraq um a lot of places in uh a lot of places in africa like north africa uh shoot like a lot of places in africa in general where People are trying to overthrow the government, and the government is getting paid by places like China and um, the U.S. and just the U.N., basically. The government is getting paid by the U.N. to keep those people in control, to keep like mining for natural resources. And so those places are at war, and a lot of those countries are at war, like in those smaller areas that's not really known and not really talked about as much as not even, like we don't even talk about them as travel destinations. And so since these places is known unknown, the wars that's going on over there don't get talked about pretty much. So honestly, over the past, I, I want to say about 20, 30 years, the war has been at war, like in those countries. But when like they're never gonna get any 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 shine, right? And which is which is sad because a lot of innocent people are dying over there, and a lot of like terrible things are going on over there in the world. But 
I like we have the luxury to live in a country where we don't have those type of issues where our issues are what are we going to wear today or what are we going to eat today not really how are we going to eat today not saying we don't have like pretty bad parts in our country you know um Chicago at one point was more dangerous to be in than uh the war in Iraq like the the American war in Iraq there was there was other wars going on, but yeah, the American involvement of the war in Iraq, right? Um, there's a line that Kanye says, he says 314 soldiers died in Iraq, then 509 died in Chicago, which means more people were dying in the city of Chicago than a place where that's literally the country's at war. And that should show you how really dangerous our actual city is but people didn't care about that. You get what I'm saying? That went unnoticed. There was a time, I believe in 2016 or 2015, where it was 24 shootings in the first two weeks, 24 murders in the first two weeks of January in Chicago. Now, if they were, I know they're tracking it. I probably could look it up, but if I could pull up the numbers of uh, gun kills, uh, well, killings and America based off like just basic gun violence, man, like the pro- the numbers would be in the hundreds of thousands, like every single year. You get what I'm saying? Like there's at least 10 people dying to a gun in America every year. I mean, every day, like every single day at a, at a bit of, honestly, I'm going to look it up. So, um, yeah, I just feel like, um, yeah, we have our issues, but I don't know, man. I just honestly wish we could have world peace. And I know it'll never happen due to the greed of mankind because power makes people go crazy. You know, like if you ain't ever had nothing and you came from nothing, then once you get so much power at so little time, it's the most dangerous thing in the world, you know. And I know it's like sad that I might say this, but none of it really matters to the everyday person in the big in the big city like america not big city but but a big country like america like none of that really matters like how many gun kills gun deaths 2018s 40,000 people <laughs> oh my god 40,000 people died to gun violence in the U.S. in 2018. 40,000 people. I promise you, there hasn't been 40,000 deaths in our latest wars. I promise you that. 40,000 deaths? 40, 000, it wasn't 40,000 deaths in 9-11. <laughs> like, I just, I just need y'all to realize how many people are dying every year to guns, like, in America. So it's just, I don't know, I'm really talking all over the place, you know, but um, yeah, like that's, man, the world we live in is just so, so, so crazy, so, so wild. Honestly, I could have been one of those victims last year, you know, I um, was in a gun incident and I was shot at, you know, and so I can just imagine like what people are really, really going through, losing loved ones. To the uh to gun violence here, just not even from like living in a, a war zone. Honestly, forty thousand 
in one country, that may be a war zone. But, I mean, at least we, I don't want to sound like that, but it sounds bad. But, like, I thank God for not being in a country where uh, people are getting bombed, like, to sleep. Like, there are school buses being bombed and they're getting covered up. Like, Obama bombed so, so, so many people in in these small countries using drones and like they're not even sending like arms anymore like armed uh soldiers like soldiers go overseas for uh how do i put it for okay shall i put it like this um my friends that are uh in the military who's been overseas they told me when they were over there, they weren't doing anything, you know. They were just living with the uh, the people. Now I know I do know a few few people who went overseas, like during the actual around like two thousand seven, eight, nine, where it was like actual war going on. But at this point, like my friend, uh, my homie Cam, spent years in not years, like uh, about eight months in Kuwait. And that man was chilling every single day. Like he he probably drove some supplies around, but it really wasn't doing much. You get what I'm saying? And is is other people like that's just we say, oh, support our troops, they keeping our, our world safe, our country safe. But in reality, we're doing damage to the rest of the world. And that's where I just I don't know, my connection to the troops is just not there. You know what I'm saying? I may sound like a oh, against the troops type person, but hey. That's just how I feel, man. Like, I'm just not for anybody getting terrorized or, like, attacked like that. You get, me? You get what I'm saying? But, yeah, uh, I'm going to switch the topic. Um, we're going to take a, a, a break, and, yeah, I'll be back. This episode is brought to you by Jones.Photos. If you want a photo shoot for your upcoming birthday, hit them up. He will have you looking amazing for the gram. Jones.Photos also does events like birthday parties, weddings, and anything else you may want pictures for. Good for blogs, vlogs, and YouTube channels as well. Go to Jones.Photos on IG for booking. That's J-O-N-E-S-D-O-T-P-H-O-T-O-S. All right, now back to the episode. Now, today we're going to talk a little bit about battle rap, right? Now, I've been watching a lot of battle rap. I'm currently waiting on... uh, New Jersey Twerk versus Charlie Clips to drop. I don't know why Smack is holding that content. But, um, yeah, I've been watching a lot of Battle Rap lately, and I just want to break down the tears. Now, my boy Tristan was supposed to be here to help me talk about these categories, but he'll be here next week. I'll call him in, and I may even throw him in. Uh, I may even revise his episode and put him in at the end. You know and I'm saying just have him say a few words. But currently... He is not here. He is uh, not awake. So, yeah. So, all right. So, we're going to be breaking down battle rap into categories, right? I should have wrote this down because I had this conversation earlier with him. So, uh, first category, we have schemes, right? And let me tell you what when I'm saying categories. Okay, so in battle rap, it's some of the most disrespectful things like people say to each other, right? So, now, each rapper raps a different way like they all have their own flow their own style their own sound and you can tell when it's coming and the most interesting part like if you ever watch wwe you know rappers have their own catchphrases and punchlines right how how wrestlers have these catchphrases and punchlines where um like the rock is 
do you smell or the rock is cooking or John Cena is you can't see me. Now, battle rappers have these same things. And it's, it's amazing how they have this crowd control where the crowd, they, like they can sort of, they can start their line and then the crowd is going to know it immediately. And that's just how like popular battle rap is. Like there's videos on YouTube with over a million uh, views. Now the most famous battle rap league, because there's multiple different leagues is the URL. I think it stands for Ultimate Rap League, right? It's ran by this dude named Smack. And uh, he's, most of the time he's at every battle. He's going to be in the center of the battle. He's this uh, bald dude with a beard. A lot of times he has on hats and a uh, hat in the shades. So, yeah, you'll never, like, not miss Smack. Like, he's going to be in the middle of every single battle, like, standing between both rappers. So, yeah. Um, okay, so each rapper, right, they have this style. And they break. Like they can be broken down into categories, right? So you have you have scheme rappers, right? So what they do is they'll pick a subject and they'll have this scheme behind it where I really I, I really wish I had some examples of a perfect scheme. Cause I I really don't like scheme type rappers because once you once you start the scheme, like it'd be uh, oh, all right, here's one. Uh I think it was Surf. He said, um, I'm not even a Dragon Ball Z fan, but if I was, this cat could rot in my freezer or the trunk. And it's it's like a Dragon Ball Z reference. It's a, yeah, it's a Dragon Ball Z reference, and it's a, like it's a scheme, and you hear it, but you can see like the pun coming a mile away, and like some people love them, and the crowd be going wild off some of them, and I don't really feel schemes like that because they're they're pretty predictable. But I mean, everybody has their own taste. Now you have gun bars, right? Gun bars. Now these are rappers. Well, every single uh, shall I say rap uh, battle rapper is going to use gun bars, right? But some of them specialize in gun bars. Now, I, first of all, I don't know how they're so knowledgeable when it comes to each and every type of gun. I'm very amazed in this, and honestly, they could, at this point they could be just throwing out numbers. And I'll believe them, but uh, the gun bar things, uh, if if flip right, then it could it could really like move a crowd, and it can really get like it can get me hyped. Honestly, watching on YouTube, and I'm like, yo, like that was cold. Like JC said, you can get the nine, nah, four, five. I had to simplify it, like. Just to think of something like that off, like off top. I mean, that's just amazing. Like, just the uh, like uh, what Twerk said. Uh, got the shotguns, sawed off the weapon, a stomach shot. That's for anybody small intestine, and you know it's like small intestines and stomach. Shot. Like, oh my goodness! Like, if you don't get it, then you don't get it. But it's just a lot of bars like that. Like the gun bars is really what hold king in battle rap. And that's my favorite type. I'm not gonna lie to you. Some some rappers just overdo it, but when done right and smooth and correctly, man, gun bars are the, are the most like best thing, right? Now the next type of scheme you have is is um the the defamation route, right? So now the thing about battle rap, every person in battle rap is supposed to be this thug hard. Dude, you know what I'm saying? From everybody's from the hood, everybody had a trouble 
like childhood, everybody, like ain't nobody grow up sweet in battle rap, right? That's just the idea, right? Because it's proven who's harder and who can say the colder things, right? Like this street talk, like it's, it's all street. So defamation of character really doesn't really do anything to me or or for me. And let me tell you why. Like, I don't believe any of these rappers are like really, really from the streets because like if you, if they were to do half the things, not even half, like any of the things that they said, then all of them will be in jail. Right. So when it comes, they have these battles of defamation of character when they're trying to say, Oh, you're not really hood or you're not really street or how you street if you did this or that. And it's like, it's, it's, I've only seen it work one time. Right. And that's when loaded Lux uh, battle Calico if you don't know about that battle, man, um, go YouTube it. I promise you it was one of the most famous battles ever. Buster Rhymes was there. D P. Diddy was there. Like, Battle Rap uh, URL is, like, really, really big. And um, that was Loaded Lux's return to Battle Rap. So, uh, Loaded Lux uh, is the only one who's ever done that, like, right to me. And it was it was still gimmicky. But the third round, he, he did it. He, play, he just played it so well. And so every other rapper, like every other battle rapper who's tried to do this defamation of character uh, attempt, it's just it just doesn't sit well with me because it's it, it doesn't connect because I don't really think any of them are hood. I mean, I mean, a lot of them, they be hood, but it's just like, I mean, I don't care if they gun bars are fake, bro. Like as long as it sound good, you get what I'm saying? Like you're not there for the real, like they're not really doing these things. You get and so it's just uh, the definition of character route is just not for me, you know. Now, next, what's next? What's next? What's next? Um, hmm. What? Oh, rebuttals. Okay. Oh my goodness, rebuttals, rebuttals, rebuttals. Okay. So rebuttals are. I mean, you guys know what a rebuttal is. Now, back when Battle Rap's biggest lead was Grind Time, right? That's around like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. When grind time was popping, uh, most of the rappers was rapping freestyles, right? Now, uh, they would they would do like I guess two minute rounds, two three minute rounds, or and they would just go out and they'd be like a parking lot, garage or whatever, and they'd just be freestyling back and forth. Now, that's when we had that's when we were at the pinnacle of rebuttals because you would hear like each rapper would mainly listen to the other rappers bars and they were they were constantly thinking like okay what can i say to combat that what can i say to combat that and they were always rebuttaling against each other those three rounds right but now everything is pre-written everything is well most of it is pre-written most of it is pre-written so since uh most of it is pre-written you don't you don't get that many rebuttals because Okay, let's say uh, side A say something. If side A says something, and side B like it really kills side B, then uh, side B like not, like old in the old days that he would rebuttal against that line and say something about uh, he would just flip it. But now it don't really work. Like I mean, it doesn't really happen that often. So. It's, it's just when you do see a rebuttal, it means that the rapper was listening. And it's like, okay, he really just came off top with this. And a lot of art, like a lot of battle rappers can do it really well, but it's just when done really well, it's amazing. And, and, and what most rappers will try to do is 
since these rappers, since most battle rappers have catchphrases, they'll try to uh, infuse their catchphrase and try to break down their catchphrase and talk about how um, it's like one famous one is uh, Twerk. He'll say, I'm strapped in. Like every, every time he's in the battle, the other person is going to talk about, oh, how are you strapped in or how whack that is or whatever. So, uh, yeah, that's that's like they do like pre-rebuttals, but it's just not the same as an actual rebuttal when somebody says something and like you come back and like take that line that they said in the previous round and flip it and make it like a whole lot colder. Like there's nothing really better than a good rebuttal to me. And that's just how I feel right now. Another type is uh, I want to I'm trying to figure out how to the disrespect route right now every every everything that they saying is disrespectful but some of it be like it's it be like face cringing disrespect like uh arsenal wish that somebody's uncle was back alive just so he can kill him again like that's very disrespectful to say you know what i'm saying like it's certain things that you wouldn't say to anybody, and they do sign contracts and say this is off limits. You can't say this or this and this. But like, like uh, some artists don't like some uh, battle rappers to say, "Oh, you can't talk about my kids." Like, and when it, in real battle rap, like most of it's really like on the table. Like Arsenal is one person. Like if you sign off on it, he don't really care. Like he's gonna say what he want to say, and that's what really upset me. Like when Drake was talking about uh, Pusha T went too far. I heard, like I said, I just heard Arsenal say if he he said he wished somebody's uncle was alive so he can kill him again because he's like he was just calling his he was just talking hella shit about this dude's dead uncle. I wish I could go find a battle. I don't remember which battle it was, but Arsenal has a bunch of clips of him just being very, very disrespectful, very, very disrespectful. And he's one of the best at like the disrespectful route. Uh. I think Lux is pretty good at it. And honestly, that's uh, a route that I, I'm I'm not a fan of, but it just made me think, like, wow, like, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, let me go find a few of them for you guys. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, oof. You know what? I'm not even gonna talk about disrespectful lines. I'm not even gonna look up those, right? These are the right, these next lines. I don't even know how to categorize these lines, but they just like, bruh, why would you even say that type lines? <laughs> like, okay, so um this man Av said only me and my two when he in my view, and he's screaming, I got a son. Well, he ain't got you. And I'm like, bro, why would you, why would you, like, that's, that's cold. Like, that's cold. JC said, JC said, I'm glad you ain't lose sleep preparing for me. Well, you won't have to wake either. And I'm like, bruh, that like, it's, it's, it's just simple lines like that. Just be killing me. Like. This man Chess said, Chess said, uh, 
what did Chess say? Oh, he said you asked God to save you from your. He said you asked God to save you from your sins. Wow, can He save you from mine? And I'm like, yo, like, why would you do that? Like, why would you even say something like that? Like, it's just bars like that that really hit home. Just feel like I be feeling disrespected and like hurt when I hear them. Like, yo, you ain't even have to go that far when you said something like that. Like, it's some things that should be off the table, and I feel like lines like that should be off the table. Now. This, these next few lines I'm going to be talking about are uh, name flips. Now, everybody does name flips. Everybody is going to do a name flip. If your name is Surf, we're going to flip We're gonna flip like uh, I'm going to ride the wave or something like that. You riding the wave, your name Surf. Uh, you got JC. You got Hollow. Hollow gets a lot of, oh, you Hollow, you see through, I can't see you type bars. Or uh, the Hollow tip. Um Loaded Lux get a lot of uh like oh you gonna get loaded Lux uh Tay Rock gets these um these like cocaine bar flips on his name like it's a like every rapper every battle rapper like wherever your name is is gonna be like it's gonna be flipped right it's going to be flipped no matter what your name is no matter how basic you think your name is it's gonna be flipped. Like it's just it's just gonna happen. So so um I think some of those bars be some of the best. Like um Twerk told Chess, he said, he said, birds eyes on chess like a hoodoo waitress. And like that line shook the crowd so hard that Chess looked at Twerk and said, Bro, I wrote that the other day. Yo, I don't care what none of y'all say. This nigga nice. Hey, this nigga nice. Like, bro, like, <laughs> that boy, like, oh, my God. Like, um, Twerk also said, how you want it, JC? Choose your Lisa. Jesus Christ or Julius Caesar? And uh, if you know anything about Julius, Jesus Christ or Julius Caesar, Caesar, both of them are really backstabbed by the people that they call our friends. And so it's just... It's funny that he's battling a guy named JC. I know you like. I, I know you guys get the uh, the the pun pin whatever. It, it's just a lot of these, a lot of name flips, and I think name flips are also like one of the dopest ways to like kill a battle rap. Man, I really wish I had uh, my boy Tristan here. Man, he knows he can he can do a lot more quotables than me. Now. Who I think the best in battle rap is, I'm gonna go right now is Twerk. Now, the problem with Twerk is he chokes a lot. Like he has and, and, the, and the reason he chokes is he's very, very intelligent, right? Now, a lot of his bars go over people's head, and like the ones that people don't get, he like really getting his feelings about them. Like he'll suck his teeth and he'll be like, ah, oh, the hair like keep going on. You know, I feel like that's also why chess twerks a lot. I mean, chess chokes a lot. Um, I think another person that has bars that go over people's head is JC. JC and um Rum Nitty, like they have so many bars that just go over people's head, and they'll never get in the like they'll be rapping and, and then it'll come out and I'll catch it, but the crowd'll be just so quiet. I'm like, bro, like, are y'all not getting this? But at the same time, it's just uh they be they be saying lines that like you it'd be things you you would never think of uh chess was talking about how 
his past was better than what like people think he's greater than what he is now and whatnot then he said mandela effect there remember you a whole different way like there's a lot of people don't even know what the mandela effect is but it's just like for him to bring that up um it's just you got to know a lot of pop culture references or just a lot of you got to know a lot of everything references you just got to know a lot of terminology like leprosy and uh shoot um I wish I could think of some more things, but it's just a lot of like words and their vocabulary is very like diverse. So if you're not very, like very, very understanding, you're not quick on, on wordplay, then you're not going to catch it. And that's, that's like the best rappers in battle rap to me. A lot of their uh, bars go overlooked. A lot of them go overlooked so, so bad. And that really upsets me because you have like basic rappers like, surf and tay rock like tay rock is nice like tay rock is real nice he like king of the gun bars but um his lines are simple his lines are real real simple to me and like i can see the puns coming but like his delivery is just what keeps tay rock on top like everybody knows that tay rock is i wouldn't say he's the best but everybody thinks like he's the top at uh in url right now and I don't really know too many battles that he lost. But if you want to see a classic battle with Tay Rock, go look at uh, Tay Rock versus Hollow. If you really want to see some classic battles in general, you got to watch JC versus JC versus Twerk, uh, JC versus Av, Jack Boy versus Themes, Twerk versus Chess, uh, um, Tay Rock versus Hollow, Hollow versus, versus Lux, L- uh, Loaded Lux, Lux versus Calico. Arsenal versus Twerk, Arsenal versus DNA. Um, I'm trying to think of some more like classic battles. Like all of those battles are like classic classics. So I mean, if I'm speaking it too fast, you can just pause it and rewind it. And um, battle raps be like 20, 30 minutes long. They all like not all of them be dope. So you really just gotta filter through and find like some good lines. Or or really, what you do is you find who you like and what you like. And so once you find what you like and what type of rapper you like and what type of style you like listening to, then just go watch that person's battle. You know, you don't have to keep watching all these random battles because I promise you, like, a lot of them are just trash. Like, a lot of battle rappers are trash. But, I mean, that's what all sport you got to give people time to mature and grow. So, yeah, that's really all I wanted to say about battle rap. Um Next, we got to try to have somebody, uh, a guest appearance on here, and we'll be talking about any a little whatever, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, thank you for listening to the Jones.com podcast. Once again, I thank all my listeners, man. I'm real, I'm real, real thankful for y'all for sticking with me, all of my listeners, man. Go follow me on IG at Jones.com if you don't already. Jones.photos, everything is exactly the same as it is in the bio. And uh, we out of here.